It's Children's Week and also apparently Retro Eurovision Song Contest Week on the Sewing Bee. Let's see who made the cut. This is the Keep Sewing podcast, and I'm your host, Ellie, and I'm joined by Meg. Hello. And Millie. Hello. There's still too many sewers in the sewing bee, so um, in a move that will surprise absolutely nobody, I've made a spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you have. I am shocked. Shocked to hear that. I think this might make the podcast more informative and certainly (laughs) less uh, looking up who we're talking about. (laughs) So, sewing for children. How do we feel about that? It's a good challenge. Children are small. They're very fiddly. Yeah. And fiddly. And if if you've had no experience with children, they're really hard to measure. Yeah, and hard to talk to, and hard to, hard to sort of judge the ages of. Yes, and the heights. And, you can you have know, a really tall three-year-old and a really short four-year-old. They they the same tend to really work. They tend to put clothes under more stress. Yes. Yes, they're not going to sit nicely. Um, I think what I noticed about the sort of the gap between sewing bee children and real children was that sewing bee children live in the same imaginary middle class wooden toys only land that the royal children live in rather than like uh, real kids that wear uh, like jazzy H&M tracksuits with colour change sequins on and mainly Elsa costumes the whole time (laughs) and a Spider-Man Oh, and a Spider-Man. With a Spider-Man mask. Elsa Frock, Spider-Man yeah, mask. Elsa mask. Excellent. <laughs> um, so, with my reservations about the sort of the general tweeness of it all, which I believe were shared by Liz... <laughs> yeah. I did, enjoy, I did enjoy the attention to detail this week. Yes. Um, also, for the, uh, I'm just going to go through the Eurovision connections. We started out the uh, the show with Ciao Ciao Bambino from Italy, 1959, and later on there was the UK's 1959 entry, Sing Little Birdie. Came second. Ah. Mm. Oh, and do you know what's also Eurovision related? Tea towels. Tea towels. Oh yes. Um, yeah. So in uh, my first side hustle, my most major side hustle. I've been uh, selling a very popular Eurovision infographic tea towel and I've been doing one for Strictly as well. So in a couple of weeks you'll be able to get every Strictly result ever on a single tea towel along with details of the hosts and the presenters and the pro dancers. Uh, and that'll be on totallyflagulous.com. I'm sure I'll not stop going on about it when they've arrived. I will take my uh, payment in a brown paper envelope. (laughs) (laughs) As a tea towel? For that segue. (laughs) For that segue. (laughs) That was really smooth. I nearly forgot to do the advertising. 
Anyway, <laughs> challenge one, smock frocks. Yes. So much tweediousness. <laughs> very, very twee. It did take me back, though, because we were all kids who had to wear these damn things. Yes. Yeah. And it's a good technical challenge, because it's small, it's fiddly, like you've got to get the Peter Pan colour to match up. And the smock smocking is tricky, and then smocking with an embroidery stitch straightly through the middle. Oh. Especially if you've never um, switched your sewing machine to embroidery before. Yeah. I don't even think I have any embroidery stitches on my sewing machine. I think I have to put the equivalent of like the shift key down to get to them. <laughs> I oh. might have like three. I've got I've got <laughs> such a, a selection of embroidery stitches, I love them. Oh fancy you. Um I had I nearly lost it over putting just a gather stitch in to do a sort of a camisole thing. So I just I don't think I could have held it together through the five rows of smocking. Yeah. Because I've done smocking but I've done smocking with like an elastic bobbin thread, which does a lot of the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this was the first week when nobody went for the pom-pom trim. They've used it all. It's gone. Yep. <laughs> They're waiting for the pom -pom restock. Pom-pom trim shortage. Yeah. Right. Did any of the smocks uh, stick out for you? Um, I'm gonna. I, I've got an amazing list now where in the, sh in the spreadsheet I have summarised what each of the smocks were. Uh, so in reverse alphabetical order... Therese, whose animal print, but not animal print, uh, frock turned out to be a disaster, despite the fact mm. that she is a smock frock veteran. What happened? And a small child sewing veteran. I think she went into sort of that dreamy, relaxed, home sewing flow mode, rather than competition sewing mode. Yes. I think also she might have thought, oh yeah, I can do this, so I don't need to worry too much. Sort yeah. of lulled into a bit of it'll all come back to me, like like an inverted flap. Oh yes, yes. like an uh, yes, an inverted flap. Because I'm too calm. <laughs> I was very worried because the week in last week's podcast, we'd confidently predicted that Therese was going to just calmly come out of nowhere and uh, win the whole series, uh, and I thought we'd <laughs> absolutely cursed her. I'm, I'm not going to lie; I was a little suspicious when they. Led with a sort of heavy Therese edit. Yeah. And I was like, mm, either frock of the week or surprise disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out both. Yeah. Um, Peter, who did the turquoise dress with the mustard sprig, didn't like it. Didn't think the colours were nice. No, no. I don't think. Like, you really hate mustard, though. I really, really hate mustard, yeah. Whereas I quite like turquoise and mustard. However, mustard the condiment, slap it on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Nicole, Nicole had the... even colours. Yeah, what, what, how did... How did so many of them end up with uneven collars? Because when I'm doing something that's supposed to be symmetrical, there's quite a lot of paranoid 
pressing <laughs> going on and sort of fettling to make sure that they're equal. Yes. Yeah. I I tend to avoid doing collars because they give me stress. But when I do have to do collars, I tend to be very uh, cautious before I put the... Because they're right there. If you mess it up, it's very obvious. And I yeah. suppose yeah. that's that's what makes it um, good for a challenge. But if you're doing something like this at home, I would probably advise you to um, buy a fancy embellished collar and just sew it on. So the reason I was late <laughs> to the podcast record is I'm sewing. Mm. Um, and I am sewing the top with a Peter Pan collar with, and I'm using a pre-bought fancy embroidered <laughs> collar that I will just stick on and, it, and the other side of it will also double up as a facing. Nice. There's no pr- nice. there's no prizes for putting yourself through agony. No. Yeah. None. Yeah. I I liked Claire's, but I was I was very dubious when she said what her colour fabric was going to be, and then I was proven right. Yeah. Yeah. Crepe is not a good colour material. Our mum was disgusted with her for uh, for this bad choice. You could probably get away if you interfaced it, but... You'd need really heavyweight interfacing, which you don't want to put on kids' clothes, because you want to wash it at high temperatures, which destroys the interfacing. Yeah, although possibly not a smock dress, because I feel like that's the kind of dress you end up wearing when you have to sit very still at a christening. Yeah, but I've I've been to christenings where I've seen the children at the end of it, and there's pop, there's sausage roll, (laughs) there's chocolate cake. That dress is going through the wash. None of these dresses existed in a reality that includes chocolate cake, let's be honest. True. Uh, We didn't see a lot of Nicole this week. She had the jazzy tile floral, and I was sort of um, relieved when Nicole was very low down in the edit, because it means she's just having a quiet week. She's not doing anything crazy. Just getting on with it. (laughs) Just getting on. Uh... Matt's white and yellow floral uh, was very much a you're at a christening, be quiet. Mm. You're um, strapped into the carry seat. You are not moving. <laughs> Don't make a scene. Huh? Yeah, possibly on the on my kid leash. Yeah, Mark's very similar, but it was wonky. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he managed to avoid the drop zone this week. Did he do the orange and blue one? No, his was pink and wonky, and he also had two tight dungarees. He did? Yeah, yeah how did he avoid that? Uh, possibly because they were worse. Mm, yeah. Mm. I really liked Hazel's one. Yes! It wasn't, wax, it wasn't wax print this week, but it was kind of similar in a, in a nice print. And then I really liked contrast stitching, which... For someone who'd never done smocking, made children's clothes, or at well, least children's dress, and uh, done that kind of embroidery stitch with their machine, that was, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, Hazel's, I've written it down as blue and orange bubbles, and this was one of the few that I could actually imagine showing a kid and them not going, I hate it. Yeah. Because uh, it had a bit of edge to it. It was nice. I really liked yes. it. I liked the colour combination. But I do think that it got praised, or they skipped over mentioning the fact that her collar was not symmetrical. 
and it was not pressed well. Well, I mean, the edit, eh? I know, the edit. Uh, my absolute yeah. favourite, though, was Ali's with the uh, print, which from a distance it looked like pink leopard print, which, like, yes. I am in there. And when you got closer, <laughs> it was like speech bubbles or something. I thought that looked really cool, and I could imagine that in, like, the accessorised kids department. Yeah, like, I in don't monsoon yeah. kids. I'd have desired that dress when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Emily both, uh, the, the, there was a lilac one with polka dots and a sort of a big sash that we both wore. Yeah. And there was also a sort of, you would call it a winter floral now, a black one with a sort of big poppy print over it, but not mm. like, uh, not poppy day, as in like botanical poppies. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, our mum has style good taste. very good style uh, we'll we never mention the jodhpurs again yeah we'll not bring the jodhpurs <laughs> it was the 90s she can't help Jeez. it everybody looked dreadful in the 90s um oh, so yeah skirt trousers. Uh, who, who did actually get um smock of the week <laughs> uh one of the interchangeable bearded men it must have been matt or peter Yes. Well, I, I'm going to have to note that matt. down it was matt i'm going to have to note it down in the spreadsheet with a little star However, smock of the week. Smock of the smock week. Of the week. Um, so let's move on to the thing that we call the transformation challenge. Oh. This one, though. This, <laughs> this was quite fun because... It was really fun, but I think I might have had like a... needed a stiff chin. <laughs> an absolute mess. And I, I've never thought of cutting a sleeping bag up because I fear unleashing what's within. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the insides. Yeah. I mean, I've had to do emergency repairs while camping, but I don't recommend. I sort of want to skip over this because. I don't know. I just feel like the, the, the kids' fancy dress. It's just not good enough. No, I mean, out of what came out of there. There were some really good ideas. Like I really like Claire's watermelon slice with the um, the boning mm. in it, but it still looked really unfinished. Well, I suppose they do the only have ninety roll, minutes. Yeah, the sushi roll was very good. I did like Teresa's grapes. I'm not sure I would describe it as chic though. Um, I think he just saw the little um, headband. And when I'm sufficiently distracted by that to call this chic. I think yeah. he didn't mean, I don't think he necessarily meant chic. I think he meant like understated. Yeah. Like, it didn't like, have any, it didn't have any marabou trim on it. The, yeah. the marabou trim on the burger made me feel quite sort of ill. Unwell. Yeah. Yes. But I, I like Why does idea. marabou trim exist in that shade of green anyway? <laughs> Like thinking, I was thinking of putting it in my mouth, and instead of getting lettuce, getting marabou. And <laughs> but I think it's because, um, like, it we, was a really good idea, though. Yeah, and given Just, a nice, a long weekend, say a bank holiday weekend, <laughs> and some uh, some sleeping bags that you're not going to be using to go camping this summer, you could have quite a lot of fun. And um, the like. 
cutting up the sleeping bags and making fancy dress costumes is exactly the kind of thing that me and Emily would, and Jessica would have got in trouble with uh, for doing mm. as kids. Yeah. But not too much trouble because mum would have actually been impressed with what we'd done. Yeah, I, I, I was... I, I really liked this challenge. Um, I was cross with some people's lack of imagination with it. But again, I, oh. I, it's that thing of we've always made our fancy dress costumes from scratch. Yeah. Like, I made Emily I, a full uh, Queen Amidala costume, including did. elaborate mask and robe. Wow. Yeah. Like, we... we it, our school that we went to growing up had a fancy dress competition in the summer and it was very competitive extremely competitive yes. considering that all you won was a bag of licorice all sorts if i remember rightly yeah but it was also <laughs> and the pride of being the winner yeah it was yes. also about trying to invert the the uh, establishment of the village because there were a couple of families that you had to belong to in order to do well at the pri- uh, the contest uh yeah until, yeah. a, until a few other families sort of decided not to play along with that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Whether or not we were part of that group, I am going to leave up to your own imaginations. There was <laughs> trouble at Mill. <laughs> Don't mind. Um, the the mean, year that our family friends won uh, dressed up as Adina and Patsy, for example. <laughs> nice. Year sixes. The, Year sixes. The, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, uh, my my mum made a scorpion from Mortal Kombat uh, costume for my brother out of uh, knitted squares. It looked pretty good. Excellent. Um, and a spider. Anyway, the the one that I the what <laughs> the other than the burger, the one that uh, made me. There were two others that really upset me. One was Ali's pizza with all the cheese coming off of it on a string. No. Yeah. And Mark's crisps, which for reasons best known to himself, he labelled chips. Perhaps this was a Drag Race UK uh, reference, and he was saying he's a big fan of bag of chips, in which case he can get in the bin. No, well, I mean, I would refer to them as chips, but that's what we call them in South Africa, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know... If he has any sort of like additional background that we are not aware of, maybe uh, it, it's one fewer letter to cut out. Yes, there is that. <laughs> um, it, it it's never good though when two people are doing the same thing. Yeah, one of them the, always turns out way worse. Than the, 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 other. the Fiona's what? The, the sad Fiona watermelon. Fiona did just... Audrey too. That was saying it was a watermelon. <laughs> yeah. When when Audrey two has not been squinted. fed, and Audrey two is sad. Yeah. That was that is what Fiona made. Which you know I love little shop. Being able to make Audrey two is a skill. It's not appropriate for children though. No. No. You say that I watched. It was it. just a very very sad watermelon we were all minors when we were in it but we shouldn't have been anyway that was the transformation challenge dungarees I'm slowly had... coming round to actually wearing dungarees even though they make I feel like I might look like some sort of art teacher that's gone on kind of some sort of 
bender. You're sufficiently I'm, I'm going to live with that. You're sufficiently close to Brighton to just power through it, though. <laughs> um, uh, there was a lot of the terrible twee wooden toys, no screen time vibe going on here, and I feel like some of them didn't know how old the models were that they were making these clothes for. Mm. Kids that age don't want to dress like that. They want to dress like small adults. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there was some I would just... I, I felt so sorry for Hazel. Yeah. Why didn't she? Why didn't she cut another pocket out? Was she out of fabric or something? Possibly out of time. I'd have... Yeah, but those pockets do not take long to cut. I'd have cut one out no, of the red the fabric. No, but the but she knew before she sewed it on that it was upside down. Uh, uh, that, yeah, that's true. I'd have made point, it out yes. of the red fabric. Yeah. You know, I'd have rather have had one non-matching Contrast pocket on the back. Pocket. Yeah. Yeah, and like, because it's just one pocket on the back. She could have gotten away with it. She could have styled it out. But instead, she's just put a great big lampshade on the mistake. Yeah. Because you're in a competition situation and you're panicking. Yeah. I mean, Ali's idea was was good, but it's an idea that requires you to spend some time neatly fussy cutting and then hand sewing it on to to deal with the edges, not just putting a like a random bleh down the back of the leg. Yeah. Well, I think it's the kind of thing that Ali could see in her head what she was thinking, but because she was busy making amazing tie-dye dungarees that I would wear. <laughs> um, she sort of didn't have time to draw Hazel a diagram. I was also really confused by when they were looking... Unless I just misheard it or mis didn't pass it correctly. But did they literally look at an embroidery of Africa and go, is that Kenya? No, they looked at an embroidery of Africa and then looked at the highlighted Kenya and Esme was saying, right. that's, you know, you've highlighted Kenya. I still don't really understand I, why Claire did that. I know she's like, she's sort of trying to incorporate her travels into this thing, but it just looked really colonial. I, yeah, I, I yeah. didn't love the pockets, particularly when the kid was walking. And They just looked... This Flappy. and Mark's had the same problem with the animal contrast fabric in that they'd done the placing such that there was a lot of headless animals and a lot of weird cut-offs. And yeah. they spent all of last week going on about not doing that. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Fiona didn't finish. Absolute disaster. And that's probably what, prob that's probably what finished it for her. Well, that... That entire episode was was. She wasn't going to be out of the bottom. There was there was no saving Grace, and everyone else who did terribly managed to do slightly less terribly. Yeah, marks were too tight. Lizards were amazing. The little yes. cropped DMs yes. and the stars. That was really good. That is something a kid that age would actually wear. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's and she actually knew how to talk to kids that age. Yeah. Yes, I like Claire's Claire talking to the kids. She got down to their heights and you know. Yeah, did it yeah. properly. Properly. <laughs> Matt made sort of toddler type dungarees for a ten, eleven year old kid, no. and it was very yeah. embarrassing. 
Um, I quite like Nicole's very understated nautical denim ones, even though she didn't yes. finish them somehow, but we didn't really see how she managed to not finish them because I'm she was sorry. low in the edit. Yeah. yeah. Peter's land girl ones were very cute, though. Very cute, yes. but a kid wouldn't pick them. No, no, no. no. I mean, scale those up to adult size and I'd probably wear them. Same, yeah. uh, but, but I, like, I, if you presented the a... children with those, they'd be like, oh, why are they poo-coloured? <laughs> yeah, the only two that like a child would actually pick are the tie-dye ones and the star print ones. Yeah, um, maybe the denim, the nautical denims, if they were actually finished. But the biggest one, and the first time that the edit has been used to prove to make like um, to do the story where the judges point something out and then the sewer overcomes the problem which I think strengthens Teresa's case for winner vibes, is uh, Teresa's yellow chambray desert mm. desert dungarees. Yeah. I they loved like them. Formal, drunk, formal dungarees. For yeah. an expat child in some kind of oil country. Yeah, they were, yes. they're summer dungas. Yeah. I, I really liked them. Um, again, they were a bit younger than the kid that they were put on. Yeah. But yeah. I can totally see... Um, the the, the age six, seven of those being very good. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And we agree that, yeah, we've already done... Fiona should definitely have gone home. Yeah. Yes. And... I love... I love loved Ali's. The only thing that bothered me about Ali's was she'd not had time to finish the um, clips, so there were like weird, flappy strap on the shoulders of the sort yeah. that you would just catch out of the bottom of your eye line mm, yeah. and drive yourself a bit bonkers with. But yeah. other than that, I'd 100% wear them. Yeah, I like both of the garments that Ali made. The leopard prints print smock dress and the tie-dye dungarees. Yes. Yes. I think Ali is, Ali is my winner this week. I think yes. it might be mine as well. Yeah. And what's happening very... next week? We're doing sportswear next week. Always, uh, always a good episode when they do the sportswear. Yeah, because they have to use lycra. Yeah, a bit of stretch. Dacron and other such fabrics. Absolutely. Overlocker to the rescue. Oh, I really want to have a go but on an overlocker. I really want an overlocker. Maybe this is the year where I buy an overlocker. I mean, it's not like <laughs> I'm going anywhere and I am wearing a lot of stretch fabrics. So maybe it's, this is the time. Instagram keeps advertising me like a, a foot for a sewing machine that does the like the cutting and the like the over the surging side of the overlocker and I'm like mm, that mm. seems too good to be true. <laughs> I think it might just make a big mess. I yeah. I love my overlock stitch that I have on my machine, but I want an overlocker. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that was Children's Week on the Sewing Bee. Uh, what are you sewing this weekend? Uh, I am sewing a peg bag for the laundry. And I continue to work on the dungarees because uh, I'm going to have to hand sew the butt patch. Nice. Hand sewn butt patch. <laughs> Emily, yep. what, what are you sewing today? I'm sewing a hot pink summer top with a, a white embroidered Peter Pan collar. 
Ooh. I can finally start some proper sewing because I'm on holiday for what would have been Eurovision week and um, I've finally managed to clear my backlog of Etsy orders so that my, the room which is my work office, my Etsy shop and my sewing room is now in sewing mode. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Uh, so yeah, that was great. We've gone on for a little bit longer this week, but it's time now for you to get back to work, Meg. I'm not going back to work until the holiday. And you, Emily? I'm not going to go back to work, but I am going to go back to sewing. All right. Yes. Hey. Rome Way. free, except not. All right. <laughs> Bye.